0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We're brought to you in part by Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action now. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call Action today at 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. Mention this ad and save yourself $33. All right, time now to talk college football with Dylan Colley, the former BYU wide receiver. He joins us on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint come together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Dylan, good morning.
1: Good morning. How are we doing?
0: Good. I'm curious, did you watch that last game and uh, scream at your TV, snap out of it?
1: (laughs) I, I did. I did. Did it work? Not quite. <laughs> so I was afraid of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things to hit with you, Dylan. I'm wondering a couple of things, you know, how natural is it maybe to have a little bit of a letdown? And then on the other flip side of it, how hard is it to play great football four games in a row?
1: Yeah, it's extremely interesting to see, right? I think it might have been three plays before people started uh you know, talking about the overrated talk, talking about, you know, oh, Zach really isn't that great, right? <laughs> um, and it obviously happens all over sports, but, you know, uh, I think we, people really do need to understand it, it doesn't matter uh, just because, you know, I mean, I, I think people also fail to forget that UTSA was three and one, um, but, you know, People are quick to forget that playing four games in a row, winning four straight at the Division One level is a very, very difficult thing. And there's going to be bumps in the road. Not every time can your quarterback go 24 for 26.
0: So I think there's uh, two ways to look at this going forward, and one of them is uh, now the guys have to watch film of this. They know what it feels like to struggle on the sideline. They want to make sure it doesn't happen again. It's a positive and the other thing is, uh, it shakes their confidence. They could be rattled if something goes wrong early against Houston. So the the, the mental mind games and all that. How's it going to work for the Cougars?
1: Yeah, I think I think that will be the big question. I think that's what we'll see next week. Is if you know, kind of really where this team stands mentally. They obviously have right the maturity. They have the the veteran players. Um, the expectation is for them to bounce back, right, to play a full four quarters. Not perfect, because I think that's what everyone thinks, you know, uh, in order to achieve anything, right, they have to be absolutely perfect. But if, you know, a lot of questions are going to be answered. If they bounce back and they play extremely well and, you know, they, they kind of hand it to Houston and uh, physically, right, dominate physically, dominate mentally, I think you're going to see probably a different BYU team than you've seen in quite a few years. I don't think we've seen a mentally tough BYU team in a while, even when I was part of it, right? Um, teams that can, you know, teams that can go five, six, seven games in a row. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting, interesting uh, game Saturday, if, you know, because I think that's what will define the rest of the season.
2: It's funny in that the media were asking the same question, phrase, different ways of Kalani as far as how can the team handle all the hype and all the love. And he's trying to downplay it. And I get that because he thinks it's a potential distraction, although it's a distraction that you would actually like to be in the position of having to downplay, receiving a bunch of attention. But how much do you think that it plays into the players, like uh, we're supposed to beat these guys, and then particularly against San Antonio, before the Powell fumble, they just go right down the field, and it looks like they're going to go up 7 nothing two minutes into the game, yeah. just like we thought, so maybe there might have been a let the guard down, and now they got against Houston, and so they should be able to recapture it because they know that they can't let their guard down. So all this stuff that is playing into it, how much does it have an effect?
1: Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think if you, if, if, right, the, it's, it's always fun to hear, right, because everyone's going to answer. No matter who you ask, you ask someone about hype, Right, you ask a coach, you ask a player, they're always going to revert to, you know, uh, we don't think about it, we just need to go out and play, right? That's the cookie-cutter answer. It's what needs to be said. You can't have people yes. thinking that you're just sitting there jumping for joy for a top 25, uh, you know, a, a top 25 ranking when I think maybe 30 teams are playing, right? Um, so in terms of, you know, how they're kind of accepting it. I do think that there is a level of, hey, we are pretty dang good. We know we're better than we have been in a long time. Uh, But this last week, we, we can't afford to let teams believe that they're in games. That's the way that the conversation needs to be had, right? Not for anyone outside, but for themselves to be able to say, okay, you know, we can't struggle against UTSA. We have Houston next week. We need to make sure we, you know, take it to them pretty good. And then that's what's going to set up the rest of the season, so that we can go undefeated. If we want to give ourselves a shot in the final stages, in the opportunity to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, right? We can't let teams like UTSA hang around for very long. So that's that's one aspect of it. The other is understanding, you know, the level of they should be competent. Right? They are a very good team. They're going to make mistakes. There's going to be things where you know, they kind of let their guard down a little bit. It happens to every single team every single year. And so those are just kind of expectations you have. It's just a matter of how are you going to bounce back, how are you going to recreate the kind of the dominance that you've had the first four games, no matter the opponent, because a big part of that is the mental aspect of it.
0: Dylan Cauley, former BYU wide receiver, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So when the whole team looks like it's running in mud and having some out-of-body experience, for whatever reason, the connection between quarterback and one wide receiver kind of looked normal. Well, what is it about the connection between a quarterback and a receiver? How does that work? Why does it seem stronger with one receiver than another? Because obviously, you know, Zach Wilson could drop back and throw the ball to Dax Milne and pick up a first down. That, that looked normal, even when everything else looked weird.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I watched uh, my my obviously my senior year just showing up um, was Dax's. You know, coming in from high school, right? Like that was his first year, and he looked like he had been playing Division One football for at least two or three years. Um, in terms of his route running ability, in terms of the way he picked up on things mentally, Dax is probably. Even in terms of one on like in terms of one on one coverage, um, you know I think they said on Saturday, right? So it doesn't seem too outlandish. But uh, on Saturday, one of the announcers said that he was the best route runner that he's seen in college football today, right? I genuinely believe that in one on one coverage, there's not many, maybe two or three receivers that I've ever seen or ever played with that. Are as good against man-to-man coverage as Daxton. Daxton is one of the nastiest receivers I've ever seen. Um, and so you have the aspect of him being a phenomenal receiver. You have the aspect of him and Zach are best friends, right? I think that's the largest part of it. You look at all the great connections. Uh, no matter who you are, no matter what you are, no matter you know uh, how long you've been married, when you're playing football and you're a receiver. You, your quarterback is everything to you, um, and so I think you know their relationship is a huge aspect of that success, and you're going to continue to see that.
2: So when you played, then did you get the quarterback birthday gifts?
1: Oh, if you get the you get the quarterback roost, Chris. You get the quarterback. <laughs> if the quarterback asks you to do something, you're doing it. Uh, if there is one thing, right. And and that, that was always, no matter what, the quarterback is the most important person in your life.
0: <laughs> okay, what's the what's the best slash craziest thing you ever did for a quarterback?
1: Well, I, I think the the simple fact that uh I my my wife and I lived about two steps from our quarterback. Uh <laughs> Any time that they came, and called, like it was like you know, nine o'clock, nine thirty at night, newly married, and if the quarterback called, like it was a go. And I think that was difficult for my wife at first to understand, <laughs> like why do you always choose him over me? And it's like, well, hopefully one day this will pay off. In the short term, it paid off. In the long term, I think my wife's just glad to have me as a, a normal husband. <laughs>
2: So what's your confidence level that this team will bounce back against Houston?
1: Do I think they'll win? Yes. Am I – will I say my biggest concern, right, is how they win? Absolutely, right. Like it will be – like that's what I'm saying. this will be the most determining factor because of what's happened in the past. It's kind of like – Oh, we felt the high for so long, right? Are we strong enough to truly bounce back and stay consistent? Or do we fall to the music and right now every game is the struggle? We turn it back into the USS, right? We turn it into the Toledo's. Um, All of these, you know, all of those games from last year that BYU should have, were in a phenomenal position to win. They should have won by a lot more and unfortunately, right? In the last few minutes, it just couldn't put it together, uh, and a huge part of that is mentally. So I think that that is hands down my biggest concern.
0: So I watched the Houston Tulane game, the only game Houston has played so far. I don't know if you saw some part, all of it, some clips, and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston looks like they got a ton of team speed. They look like they were playing their first game against a team that had uh, you know played several games for 20 minutes. It was a mess and you couldn't take anything away from it other than Houston can't hold on to the ball. And then something clicks in, they settle down, and they dominate the last 40 minutes and outscore them 42-7. to But there was no, uh, you know, they were spreading the ball around to a lot of receivers. I think only one receiver had more than 50 yards receiving. No running back mm-hmm. ran for 60 yards. Uh, what kind of field did you get out of Houston? What did you take away from that, that game if you saw much yeah. of it? Uh,
1: no, I, I, think, I think one of the most important things, about Houston is that they're always going to have the speed, they're always going to have the athleticism, right? No matter what happens with Houston, you're always going to see points put up on the board um, because that's just the way the offense works, right? Uh, I want to be careful in right my confidence towards Houston. Simply, you know, to be honest, after after Troy's first game, right, I thought Troy – was going to give us a little bit more of a, a, a lot more of a run, right, than, than they actually did. And I think a lot of that's based on the opponent. A lot of that is based on, uh, I think BYU has kind of set themselves up to be kind of the, the big man on campus. Um, people feel that they need to change the way that they play because they're just playing the three down front. Um, you know, and so do I think, does Houston have the ability to beat BYU 100%, right? It's just a matter of if they're going to get into their own heads, if they're going to execute, their defense is not great, never has been, never will be. Um, and if BYU's defensive backs can, you know, shut Houston's receivers down in the same way that they shut down Khalil Jenkins from, from Troy, right, uh, I, don't, I don't think that there should be a problem, um, but there's obviously a lot of proponents to that.
0: Well, Dylan, we appreciate a uh, few minutes. Our condolences to your wife. I'm glad she finally got you in line. Got that all figured out. And uh, enjoy the game. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: No question. Thanks, all.